Hi, this is the Home Talk Guys radio show broadcasting today from a hot air balloon high above the Lumberjack Lodge overlooking our bucolic little town. Too high. Hey, hey, you did double check to make certain that uh, we're securely tethered to that old oak tree, right? <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> You're, you're sure we're good? Yeah, All yeah right. we're good. All right, you didn't use the, uh, use the sailor knot? Yeah. All well, right. um, yeah, I used the sailor knot followed by a clove hitch. Man, this baby's secure. Besides, I duct taped Tiffany's shoes to the balloon basket. <laughs> She's not going anywhere. Oh, good. Um, because uh, she's having to... She's kind of having to hang outside the boot, the <clears throat> the basket there, to make sure we have a clear uh, line of sight for a signal. So we hate to lose her. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm glad you taped her. That's uh, <laughs> we'll keep her safe. Another and sound. use for duct tape. That's right. All right. Anyway, we are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk guys, here to take your calls about your home, home repair, uh, or anything else you need a second opinion on. A second? Oh, okay. Yeah, we're here to help, and we have the whole hour as I let Tiffany's son take our truck and fill it up. <laughs> what? He's like 11 years old. Well, he looks older than his age. Besides, he said his dad lets him drive his truck all the time. But he probably can't even see over the dashboard. I mean, his dad drives a pickup truck, and we drive a 22-ton triaxle dump truck. Don't worry, man. We borrowed some old phone books that were laying around the radio station. He's all set. <laughs> wow. Every day's a new experience with you. Well, I, I guess there's not much we can do from up here in the hot air balloon, so on with the show, huh? Our number is 931-728-1320, or you can email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's right. And speaking of experiences, hey, did you hear about the happenings down at Jimbo's Hard Watering Hole? No. Did it uh, have to do with karaoke? No. But, you know, your rendition of Star Wars theme was a classic. Whatever. I didn't know you couldn't hum a song at karaoke. (laughs) What happened at Jimbo's? Well, they weren't humming, that's for sure. It seems like these two guys were sitting near each other, you know, and after a while, the one guy looks at the other and says, I can't help but think from listening to you that you're from Ireland. The other guy responds, yes, that I am. And the first guy says, so am I. And where about from Ireland might you be? Cool. Ireland's a beautiful country. Yep. Well, the second guy responded, I from Dublin, I am. The first guy just joyfully says, get out of that garden. So am I. (laughs) I love the Irish scenes. Well, it gets better because the first guy responds, glory mother of Patrick, if that's not a fine thing. And what street did you live on in Dublin? The second guy says, a lovely little area it was. I lived on McCreary Street in the old central part of town. (laughs) The first guy, shocked, responds, glory be, a small world it is. So did I, so did I. And to what school would you have been going, asked the first guy. Pretty coincidental. Yeah, too much. (laughs) Uh, So the second guy answers, well, now, I went to St. Mary's, of course. The first guy was so excited, he says, and so did I. Tell me, what year did you graduate? The second guy says, well, now, let's see. I graduated in 1964. Me too, exclaimed the first guy. Me too. <laughs> now you're sucking diesel. The saints must be smiling down upon us. I can hardly believe our good luck at winding up in the same place tonight here in the Sawmill Valley. Just then, Miss Vicky walked into the establishment, sat down, and ordered a cold beverage. Brian, the head waiter, walked over to Miss Vicky 
shaking his head and muttered, well, it's going to be a long night tonight. Why do you, why do you say that? Well, Miss Vicky asked the same thing. She said, why is that, Brian? Brian looked toward the two Irish guys, shakes his head and says, the Murphy twins are drunk again. <laughs> I forgot about those boys. I hear they're talented craftsmen, but uh, they sure like their hard water, as they call it. They claim it's uh, magically delicious. Hey, uh, we just got an email. You ready to provide some uh, handyman assistance? Yep, I was born ready. All right, let's see here. <clears throat> this one comes from Randall in Chattanooga. Randall writes, we just bought our first home. It's a fixer-upper, and to say the least, I'm new at all this stuff. My mom lives in Manchester and told me about you guys. She says your show's kind of starry, but every now and then <laughs> you offer a nugget of value, and she really likes Tiffany, so she listens. When, and he, he goes on to say, when I heard you were now on WFLI in Chattanooga, I thought, well, I have nothing to lose by asking your advice. So, can you tell me the difference between oil-based and water-based paints, and which one do you recommend? Uh, nugget of value. She's complimenting the tips I share. Come on, man. She called our show sorry. Well, she was referring to your part of the show. <laughs> Whatever. Randall, good question, and we can definitely offer elucidation. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, by the way, we can also answer the question. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, here we go. Let's see. Uh, painting is certainly is a pain. Painting is a common uh, home improvement project for sure, and it's a easy way to transform a dull room to a, a dazzling room in short order. And using the right paint is really important. So it's a good question to ask. Oil-based paint is generally more durable, but it takes longer to dry. Oils-based paint is made with either synthetic alkyd or natural linseed oil. Alkyd paint is more common because it's less expensive and tougher. That's right. And latex paint, which is easier to work with, and it dries more quickly. But it isn't generally quite as durable as oil-based paint. Latex is good for general painting projects such as walls and ceilings. And some paints contain enamel, which is an additive that makes the dried surface harder and less porous. Now, keep in mind, there's no true savings by buying cheap paint, Randall, so we suggest you buy the best quality paint you can afford. That's right. Oil-based paint levels flat on the surface and leaves no brush marks, bubbles, and gaps. However, as my brother said, it takes longer to dry, and the cleanup procedure is quite difficult and a mess. Also, oil-based paint is often not easy to find in higher quantities from most hardware stores and home improvement stores because it has a volatile organic content, or VOC, that emits harmful toxins into the environment, and the government's been trying to cut back on this. That's right. Okay, so let's boil it down for him to simplest terms. Environmental friendliness, oil-based paint generally has more VOC. As a result, they impact air quality during and possibly after painting. Water-based paints, more environmentally friendly as they have less VOC. That's right. And oil-based paint can turn yellow with time. Water-based paint tends not to turn yellow, and water-based paint also does not tend to crack as it has more flexibility, especially if you go into the elastic Merrick paints. Also, water-based paint supposedly is less prone to algae or mold. And oil-based paint gives a smooth, level finish, but, as we said, can yellow over time. Water-based paint comes in more finishes, but you generally need to use apply several coats to get a nice that nice level finish look. 
and uh, uh, on the smoothness, both oil and latex paints, they, you can buy additives to help them flow better. True. Uh, but the oil-based paints do take longer to dry, and but they have better penetration, whereas, of course, the water-based paints dry quickly. You're going to need mineral spirits or some other kind of solvent to clean oil-based paint, and that can be a chore. Uh, the water-based paint, of course, usually you can wash it away fairly easily with just soap and water. If your surface has had oil paint early or before, it, it's going to take oil-based paint to repaint it, or you're going to have to do some prep work, prep work using one of the primers that will get you from oil to latex or stuff called gripper that will uh, prep the surface so you can surface so you can put latex over top of the oil. And you know, Randall, since you're a brand new listener, you can go back and listen to our previous shows on thunder1320.com under download, or they're now available on Spotify as well. And we talk about uh, going from oil base to latex. Um, in Finally, in my thoughts anyway, uh, Randall, if your surface is un- uneven or chalky, oil paint is better. But overall, we like water-based paint for interior for the interior of a house. Although on trim and bare wood, we still like oil. That's right. Oil paint is desirable for trim and furniture because of its strong finish and durability. And I'm not much for priming wood with uh, a water-based primer. Yeah. But the water-based paints are better for you sensitive folks because of the the less uh, fumes and vapors than the oil-based paints. Well, Randall, we hope this helps demystify the oil-based, water-based conundrum on pigment application. What? Pig pigment? Are we barbecuing? Hey, I didn't bring my wheelbarrow <laughs> spit today. <laughs> no, pigment as in paint. You know, oh, man. oh. You know, I've done my share of painting over the years. <laughs> Too many. Did you know Sherwood-Williams sold the first pre-mixed wall paints in 1867? Before then, homeowners would buy powdered pigments and have to mix it into the paint themselves. This was not always an enjoyable task. As young folk like to say, back in the day, and I'm talking way back, pigments were mixed into paint using such solutions as water, saliva, urine, beeswax, egg, animal fat, and plant oil. Wow, very impressive. However... All Gross. I can say is, yeah, yeah. thank goodness for modern advancements. Well, you know, I like to think as a craftsman, I have a natural artistic flair when it comes to paint. By the way, did you know the White House is white <laughs> because of the original lime-based whitewash that was used to protect its porous stone surface? And it has to be done every year. Wow. Artist and history buff. Uh, Let me see. Let's try this. Do you know who first discovered you could mix two different color paints together to produce a third color? Yes, I do. It was Plato. But, you know, I always wondered, how did they actually document that? I mean, was it chiseled into a rock somewhere and it said, Plato, first to mix two colors to produce a third color. I think it seems more likely to me that some poor schmo had two cans of paint, probably spilled them, resulting in a new color. But whatever. Uh, could be. Uh, okay, let me see. Um, let's see. Try this. Let me try this. Uh, do you know what color offers more shades than any other? Oh, man, come on. Throw me something hard. These are softballs. It's green because the human eye can distinguish more variations of green than any other color. I am very impressed. 
You were on the ball. Yeah, well, keep that in mind because uh, I'm sure I'm going to give a boneheaded response to at least one caller this morning. <laughs> that's that's par for our show. All right, are you up for some uh, mental calisthenics, ready to pump your cerebral cortex, invigorate that gray matter? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm worn out just trying to keep up with your gibberish, man. Come on, boil it down. Make it pithy. Get to the point. Okay. Are you ready for the brain twister? Huh. Yeah, much better. That was easy. Now, remind me of the fact pattern from last week's brain twister, as I've had a lot transpire between now and last week. <laughs> oh, yeah? Retired life wearing you out, That's huh? right. It's worse than going to work. No, it's jury duty. But, hey, I'm making some big bucks doing my civic duty. Big bucks, huh? Right. But that's good, you know, good for you taking uh, your civic responsibility seriously. I just hope you have a judge who has some wisdom. Yep, well... That's why I need reminded of last week's brain twister as my brain's been busy thinking of everything else. Okay, listen up. Here we go. Luigi's Italian Bistro was Bistro was having an exclusive party to celebrate the end of summer. Access was strictly limited to invitation only. On each invitation was printed a secret code to gain entrance into the party. Posted at the door was Sheriff Custer, and he only admitted those able to answer him correctly using the code on the invite. Noticeably absent from the invite list was Louis the limo driver. A little put off by being snubbed, Louis decided since he was driving many of the guests to the party, he was going to try and get in as well. So he hid in the bushes and watched as guests approached the restaurant entrance. Soon, Hank from Hank's Hardware and Haberdashery approached. Sheriff Custer said to Hank, 12. Hank replied, 6, and was allowed entrance. Next, Louis saw the grandmaster of the Level 1 Plum from right here at the Lumberjack Lodge approach the entrance. The sheriff said to him, 6, to which the grandmaster replied, 3, and was permitted entry. Louis looked and saw there was a lull in arrivals and thought he had cracked the code. So he approached the sheriff. Sheriff Custer said to Louis, 10. Louis replied, 5. Sheriff Custer quickly summoned one of his deputies and escorted <laughs> Louis off the property. Question, what should have been the correct response from Louis? Yeah, I remember that twister now. Luigi snubbed not just Louis, the limo driver, but he snubbed us, the home talk guys, and I'm still hurt about it. I'm sure it was an oversight. Besides, you know what? Your shirt with the painted-on tuxedo is probably... Too highbrow for that event. Yeah, you know, you're, you're probably right. That shirt's for really formal occasions. <laughs> for sure. You're probably right. <laughs> okay, so were you able to solve the brain twister? Yes, indeed I was. The correct answer is, drum roll, please. Okay, well, we're going we're gonna to take a break first. Hold on, let's take a break first, and then we'll come back. You're listening to uh, the Home Talk Guys on WMSR and WFLI. Hi, Slim Jim here, undertaker at the last stop funeral home and taxidermy. The best place in the Sawmill Valley to kick your bucket list goodbye. As you know, I offer many services, and now is the time of the year to remind you of two of my seasonal specialties. For all you darling ladies at the Sawmill Valley High, looking forward to your prom, I have a makeup special that's hard to beat. Come on! 
If I can make a deceased person look good, just imagine what I could do with one that's still kicking. <laughs> uh, and yes, recently I, I took a refresher course on the goth look for those interested. Uh, for your extra pale looking folks, I have a spray tan set up. It comes in handy on some of my other customers. <laughs> Also, with Halloween around the corner, I want to remind everyone that the last stop funeral home and taxidermy will be transformed into the most realistic haunted house you visited. Real blood, real bodies, you get the picture. This year, if you purchase your tickets in advance, you will get to attend my own in-house embalming class at no extra charge. The class will feature our most recent client. <laughs> so get your appointments or your tickets early as I expect a lot of interest. This is Slim Jim saying whether you want to be made up or scared to death or you want to be made up too scared to death Call the last stop, funeral home, and taxidermy. Now back to that deadly duo, the Home Talk Guys. Well, welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show. Uh, you know, our sponsors are unlike any other you're going to hear on radio. You can reach us at our website, hometalkguys.com. You can email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. Uh, or you can call us at 931-728-1320. This is a live show, so call us now. Uh, or you can also, uh, um, well, I mentioned our email, so that's good. So, uh, Mark, do you know the correct answer to last week's Brain Twister? I do know the correct answer. Let me try again. Drum roll, please. The correct answer to last week's Brain Twister is three. The number 12 has six letters, the number 6 has three letters, and the number 10 also has three letters. Well done, Professor. You know, this show's like a 300-level college course, and we're like the, uh, the co-chairs of the department. Yeah, and what department would that be? Agriculture? Agriculture? I was thinking something more like philosophy or mathematics. Where do you come up with agriculture? Uh, because of all our bovine or jour. Orgeur, hmm? Mm -hmm. Well, you, you make a valid point, although I'm not exactly sure what orgeur means. I suspect I do. Anyway, the big question now is, did we have a winner? Indeed we did. The winner, selected from among all the correct answers, is Betty from Willow Grove. Congratulations, Betty. We'll be in touch soon. And remember, although you can't win more than once every 30 days, we hope you'll keep listening to the Home Talk Guys radio show. We sure appreciate you. We sure do. In fact, based off the looks on Tiffany's face as she dangles <laughs> off this hot air balloon, she would much rather broadcast from Betty's kitchen than try another publicity stunt like this. Uh, wait and, Yeah, you know, I don't like heights anyway. I thought you said you taped her, uh, her shoes to the basket so she's... Uh, Safe and sound. I did, but turns out she's wearing Crocs. <laughs> oh, well, hey, maybe you loan her that uh, parachute you're wearing. Negatory, good buddy. This isn't a parachute this time. We aren't high enough for one. This is the airbag out of my pickup truck. You took the airbag out of your pickup truck? <laughs> Darn tootin'. Safety first is my motto. 
I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah. Well, other than, okay, so, so you ready for this week's brain twister? Ready as I'll ever be. And by the way, it was not one of those recalled airbags. Okay, music, please. Wait, Dip. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Grab her hand. Oh, grab her hand. Man, she almost went overboard. Hey, we're going to have to take a short break and rig up a safety harness. We'll be right back. A slim jam here. Undertaker at the last stop funeral home and taxidermy. On Saturday morning, our customers lie around and listen to the home talk guys with Ken and Mark. Man, okay, I, I think Tiffany's good to go now, so music, please. <laughs> All right, this week's, this week's brain twister goes like this. Mrs. Han has three sick children. She has a 24-ounce bottle of medicine and needs to give each child eight ounces of the medicine. She is unable to get to the Good and Plenty grocery uh, to buy more containers, and she only has three clean containers at home, which measure 5 ounces, 11 ounces, and 13 ounces. Her husband, Handyman Han, is off in Canada again fishing, and Miss Han's electricity just went out, so she, so she has no way of heating water to wash and cleanse the containers uh, and doesn't want to spread germs. So here's the question. Using any of the 5, 11, 13, and 12-ounce containers she has, how can she divide the medicine to give each child an equal 8-ounce portion without having any two children drink from the same container? Uh, you know what? This is a twisted twister, so people are going to have to go to our website to reread this one and, and lay it out because it's complicated. So if you think you know the answer to this week's brain twister, send it to us at mail at hometalksdies.com or write it on the wing of a Liberty 158 hang glider with whoosh wheels and PX-10T Mylar full race sail. <laughs> hey, and drop it off here, well, or fly it in and land it here at the studio. They have a big yard in the back. The winner, selected from among all the correct answers, especially if they're taped to a hang glider, will get their choice of a $25 gift certificate from Home Depot, Lowe's, or Ace. Guys, we've got a call from another loyal listener. Do you think you can uh, handle it? Do I detect uh, some doubt in Tiffany's voice? Can you hold on to me and <laughs> answer the phone? Uh, you hold her hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, we can handle this. That, that's right. And if not, you know, we can take obfuscation to the next level. So let her rip. Interesting choice of words from a guy wearing a hot a, a, an airbag, huh? <laughs> Hello, caller. You're on the Home Talk Guys radio show. How can we help you today? Hi, you sweet boys. It's Charlie. You asked <laughs> from down here in the Delta, where it's finally cooling off. I know what you mean, Shirley. It's been hot here. Uh, for the benefit of our new listeners in the Chattanooga area, Shirley's a regular caller to our show. She has a big old plantation home that's always in need of some help. Uh, we didn't hear from her last week, so maybe everything is fixed. Kenny, you're so silly. I was traveling last week, and I had terrible phone reception. I'm about to go to HomeTalkGuys.com pretty soon to see the brain twister from last week. Uh, it's from my home being all fixed up. Pigs will fly first. <laughs> <laughs> so what advice can we give you today, Shirley? Well, 
as you know, from all my previous calls, I'm remodeling one of those old bathrooms. The work is moving along nicely now. Uh, but it occurred to me uh, lately that when I ran water in that old bathroom, I heard a strange whistling sound. Well, I have that problem in the new bathroom. Uh, what should I ask the plumber to do about it? Uh, Shirley, c- uh, could you describe the sound a little better? Honey, what do you mean? It was a whistling sound. Well, like, is it when you call your dog in? <laughs> or when a southern bell saunters by? <laughs> or may- <laughs> maybe <laughs> when you whistle for a taxi? <laughs> That's kind oh, of... Penny, Penny, we don't have taxis out here. Especially that. But I was thinking of becoming... I was thinking of becoming an Uber driver to get some extra bingo money. I have a hay wagon, and it would just be great as far as those cat calls old Shirley gets in town. I've been known to whistle back. It's a younger man. Whoa. Okay, you two. Let's, let's get back on track here. First of all, there's probably very little chance that the new remodel will whistle from any of the new work. I say this because there are a few main causes of whistling that should be eliminated by your new construction. Well, that's good to hear. But how about my older bathroom? Well, um, I'll tell you what. Let's go over the causes in general so if any of our other listeners have a similar problem, they can try to eliminate it. That sounds like a great idea. You two are always the best with good suggestions. But I am fixing to cook grits for breakfast, so I'm just going to hang up now and I'll listen to y'all's answers online. Yeah, before you go, Shirley, speaking of grits, uh, what's the best thing to put on your grits? I I like to put cheese in them. Well, I just like to put my mouth on grits. I like grits fluffy with sweet cream butter. I got to go now. Boys, I'll see y'all in the funny paper. (laughs) Thanks, Shirley. Thanks for the call, Shirley. Okay, Mark, what do you think? Well, you know, the main reasons for whistling uh, and plumbing are usually a mineral deposit buildup in a pipe or a valve, or you have a valve that has internal damage or dirt, or the water pressure needs to be adjusted. Well, if Shirley's putting in new valves and PEX piping, uh, that should eliminate any whistling uh, in those areas. But what if she still hears noise? Well, she'll have to check the, the fixtures in her other bathrooms because you can usually tell right away when you turn the water on off where the problem is. But beside that, most homes have a pressure regulator, and adjusting the pressure up a little can sometimes eliminate the sound. If not, try adjusting the pressure down a little bit. After that, if you still have whistling, you can take the, pressure, the regulator apart and look for any worn or damaged washers or dirt. And if all else fails, sometimes the problem can actually be in your water meter, and you'll want to have the water company out to your house to check that. So if a home has a lot of old pipes and valves, there are numerous possibilities to eliminate, correct? Yeah, um, there could be, but, you know, usually you can just listen by going around and trying stuff. All right. Well, you know what? It's time now for a visit with America's handiest handymen, those masters of the honeydew, Max and Vinny. Let's listen in before we go to our next commercial. Hey, yo, Max. This is the third toilet install this week. Why we got to be known as experts on toilets? We can make a saw sing. 
swing a hammer like a Buddy Rich solo. But no, we're replacing urinals. Hey, it's about the pride in the craftsmanship. We got a pride in what we do. That's why folks call us. We don't cut the corners. We do it the right. Professionals, you know? Uh, pride in swapping out Johns? Who gives a crap? Very funny, Vinny. Very funny. You got to change the way you think. You are a gifted handyman, a real craftsman. Our customers look to us as the pros. You know, like the NFL, the NBA, the WWF. The, uh, the WWF? Well, well, oh. well, okay, maybe the WWF is a fake, uh, but hey, they put on a pretty good show, huh? Anyway, our customers count on us for all of their uh, handyman needs. They call us uh, for a toilet, they uh, get a good uh, toilet, professionally installed. We get the satisfaction and the pride from a job well done. Oh, satisfaction and pride, huh? From a toilet install? Max, I think you're losing it. What are you talking? When that wax a ring seals a just right, and that toilet seat sits snug to the floor with a no rocking, we, a you and me, buddy, can lay our heads down at night and sleep like a babies. And I mean heads as in heads, not heads like a toilets. Knowing that when the customer sits down to, uh, uh, to uh, you know, relieve themselves, they are going to have a wonderful experience. No water seeping out from under the toilet. No wobbling side to side. Just a nice, a solid experience. And all because of the good work that you and I do. That's a pride. That's a satisfaction. Oh, wow, Max. So their number two really is our number one priority. Huh. How about that, Max? But I got to be honest with you. I do take pride in my work. But old Vinny ain't resting his head anytime soon. Nope, not this guy. What, what, are, you, what are you talking of? Oh, the wife. Her snoring is figuratively destroying the rainforest the last few nights. That lady can snore louder than my old grandma could ever belch. And my grandma could do some serious belching. She could even say words while she belched. Us kids thought we had the coolest grandma around. I even tried to take her to show and tell in my first grade class once, but my pops put a nix to that plan. My wife, on the other hand, sucks the carpet off the floor when she snores. I don't think I can take it much longer. So what to change to cause the drastic a snore? Oh, two words. Poland and congestion. Poland? Max. Poland? You mean like uh, near the old homeland, or you mean a pollen? Ah, like I said, Max, Poland and congestion. I've tried just about everything. I tried propping up the head of the bed, but she just slides down. I tried strapping her in. I got the seatbelt out of the old Chevy, but she wasn't too happy with that. I tried sleeping on the couch, but I wake up in the middle of the night with my dog licking my face. I finally tried covering her face with a pillow, which brought temporary relief for me. But she didn't too much care for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suffocation definitely isn't a good solution. Huh. Maybe not, Max, but it stopped snoring dead in its tracks. <laughs> Maybe, but it also would come with a jail time. But if they're going to put my wife in jail for snoring? No, Vinny, you. Have you tried the adjustable bed 
you know, one of those ones where you can raise the upper body while keeping the lower body parallel to the floor, thereby alleviating the need for uh, straps. Uh, Benny, you were uh, joking about straps, right? Two things I don't joke about. Pasta and my wife snoring. I don't think you appreciate the volume this little lady can generate. The lady down the street stopped me the other day. She says, Benny, why are you wearing your chainsaw in the middle of the night? Then uh, maybe a new adjustable bed be worth a try. Uh, adjustable bed, huh? You mean like the one those number deals you show on TV where the one person starts to snore and the other person pushes a button to raise the head and stop the snoring? Huh. Max, that's why this partnership works. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but I hear they can be pricey. Uh, uh, how much are we charged for this toilet installed? 250 a buck. Oh, ho, ho, Max, bring on the porcelain drones. I want to share some of my pride and satisfaction with my wife. Maxie, did you know there are more than a hundred names for the toilet? You've got your crapper, your head, the drone, the chamber pot, the mode. Are you tired of those dirty, stinky, gross portable toilets on your job site? Is it time for a switch? Got to go incorporated is the number one company in the business for on-site sanitary facilities. If you are looking for a better experience, then rent the luxury edition of our Go Now Model P. This model comes fully equipped. It has a built-in biomass converter that provides fuel for an exhaust fan, a sound system, and in colder climates, it also provides a heated seat. The Go Now Model P also comes with factory-installed dry erase boards. This allows for easy cleaning of those statements left behind by the great thinkers. Markers are included. The totally enclosed waterproof magazine rack will protect all reading material from any accidental splashing. Opening and closing of the door activates a mist of antibacterial and air freshening liquid. Now, two of our most important features are, one, the patented endless roll, so you are never left in an uncomfortable situation. Don't ask how that's possible, because I don't have a clue. And number two, that in the very rare case, the interior of the Got2Go Model P should become uninhabitable or exceptionally gross, the door will automatically lock and a red light will come on. This lockdown continues until a service crew arrives. Please do not be inside when this occurs. So now call Got2Go Incorporated to schedule delivery of your Go Now Model P and feel the relief that comes with using the best on-site toilet available. That's it from Got2Go Incorporated. Welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show. We are Ken and Mark here to pontificate on all things home and home repair. Yes, and we do it well. Uh, give us a call at 931-728-1320 or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. 
Also, remember to visit our website at hometalkguys.com to read past brain twisters and words of the week. You know, Max and Vinny, those guys are amazing. There's a reason they are America's handiest handyman. Sure is. And, you know, while we will never be them, hopefully their inspiration continues to motivate us to hone our handyman skills. <laughs> Speaking of motivation and being the best, you know what time it is? Are Max and Vinny coming to visit our show? Uh, fat chance, especially while we're tethered 100 feet yeah. off the ground. Mm, yeah, motivational, huh? Are we going to binge on reruns of Chip and Joanna? No, come on. It's time for the word and quote of the week. Uh, yeah, right, right. You ready? Well, as Rocky says, hey, yo, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sounded like Vinny. Well, you know, they may be related. It's a small valley. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> this week's word is... Haberdashery, a shop in which men's clothing and accessories are sold. Sure, like our longtime advertiser, Hanks, from Hanks Hardware and Haberdashery. That's right, the home of the no-crack guarantee. Uh, give them a free plug there. A great place for Tellurians to shop. Oh, what? Uh, did you say DeLorean? That's a car. <laughs> Cars can't shop, so why even say that? I didn't say DeLorean. That's the car from the Back to the Future. You're right. I said Tellurian, you know, an inhabitant of Earth. Well, and what's the point of that? I mean, who else is going to shop at Hank's besides folks who live on Earth? I think you're going Art Bell on us. <laughs> Martian's been out to your place. Hey, I was just adding to the conversation. Anyway, do you have a quote to share? I do have a quote, and this is a quote for when you're hired to do a job and you're so good at it, you make it look too easy for what you charged, and it, it makes the homeowner question the charge. The quote is, if it was that easy, everyone would do it. Well, kind of like the professionals who saw the ladies in half without hurting them. Yeah, yeah. They make it look so easy, but every time I try it, well, I can do it. But it gets a little messy. Oh, uh, come on. That's out of bounds. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, back on track. We have another email. Let's see here. Let me get it so I can read it. Dear Home Talk guys, my name is Ryan from Dallas, Texas. Wow, the big D. Got to be listening on the TuneIn app or at WFLIOnline.com or Thunder1320.com. Let's see if Ryan leaves us an out by not giving too much information. <laughs> Ryan says... Uh, oh, also, there's the uh, WMSR Thunder Radio app. Um, Ryan goes on to say, My wife has been on me about new flooring in our bathroom. After stalling as long as I could and her threats of divorce, I finally <laughs> decided to comply. With great reluctance, I accompanied my wife to the flooring store to select flooring. I like things simple, Ryan says, so self-adhering linoleum tiles were my uh, choice. Yeah. But I was quickly informed designing a woman's uh, designing a bathroom is a woman's place. After what seemed like an eternity, my wife finally, finally selected an Italian-made ceramic tile. So, as the dutiful husband that I am, I took out a small loan Ooh. and purchased her flooring. Ugh. With great care, I laid the overpriced, ugly tile. Wait, 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 wait. I am hope Vax, Max and Vinny aren't listening. Ugly <laughs> Italian tile? That's not nice. No, but anyway, he laid it over the cement subfloor, and now the toilet flange sits lower than the top of the tile. How do I bring up the flange so it's level with the tile, he asked. I'm assuming it has to be even with the top of the tile for the toilet to sit right. Is there a way to put a new flange in? Respectfully, Ryan from Dallas, Texas. 
Well, obviously, Ryan hasn't caught on to you yet, uh, that our advice is mediocre. Uh, it must still seem plausible, so that's good. Now, I know you've dealt with this scenario before, so there's no need to attempt to change the subject. <clears throat> yeah, all right. Uh, did Ryan say whether his home was brick or wood, or what was the percentage he got on that home loan for that tile? Uh, come on. There's no need to obfuscate at this point in time. Save it for later. <laughs> when I really need it? Yeah. Actually, this is a fairly simple answer. Uh, they make an extended wax ring for just what you need. You can also double up regular wax rings. Um, to add even more to your choices, they make flange spacers. They also now make a, uh, a rubber gasket for a, a toilet that extends for additional height. Also, the extended size wax rings should do enough for, uh, for your job unless you really have a huge difference in height. You could replace the flange. But that would be a fair amount of extra work and may even require a professional. So hopefully, Ryan, we've helped. And good luck. And remember, happy wife equals happy life. <laughs> All right. It's time now for a little good stuff news. Uh, because the media focuses so much in these, this day and age on salacious, fabricated, and secular stuff, it's easy to develop a negative bent. However, we at the Home Talk Guys radio show know there are many good things that happen each day. So we like to share one every now and then. And recently we read an article about a fellow named Raymond Nelson in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, who's making a difference in the lives of young boys in his community. Each Wednesday, nearly 60 elementary students dress for success and meet for what they call the Gentleman's Club. And no, it's not what you may be thinking. <laughs> Nelson is a student support specialist at an elementary school in downtown Charleston. He works with at-risk children and thought of an idea to teach his students life lessons. Mr. Nelson said, I was thinking maybe if I have the boys dress for success. So Nelson started the Gentleman's Club, and their motto is, look good, feel good, do good. Dozens of first through fifth graders walk into class in their Sunday best. Man, I, I had trouble getting dressed up just for Sunday, let alone for elementary school. <laughs> well, this is making a difference. I know a lot of a lot of these ch uh, youth struggle, says Nelson, because they don't have men at, the ho at home. So I just want them to grow up and think of the things that I teach them. They like the reaction of walking up to the classroom and hearing, hearing us say, oh, you look so nice and handsome. A lot of my students perform well when they know someone cares about them, Nelson said. So each week they discuss a new topic like how to shake hands, make eye contact, open doors, and address elders. Nelson said his, at his mother's request, he joined a similar club as a child. He said, it helped me to be a better man, and I thought I could spread the knowledge to the young boys here. Well, boy, it, it, you know, it's really great to learn of all the good that goes unnoticed. I know what media folks say sells, but I believe we are better as a people than what so much of the media portrays. Amen to that. Speaking of better, it's a special time in our show for betterment. Oh, uh, don't do that. I've given up hope that Chip and Jay will come visit us. Good, but that's not uh, the only thing that's special. Oh, wait. You're, you're about to tell me Bob Vila or that Property Brothers are coming on our show. <laughs> Not even close. Not even close. It's that time in our show when you distill your years of knowledge, experience, and scholarly research from among the finest periodicals in Dr. Dennis and now jury waiting rooms <laughs> to share with our listeners nuggets of truth in a segment we call Tip of the Week. You know, that is exciting. And frankly, if it's not Chip and Jay, the rest are just okay. And you probably aren't going to want my opinion on the juror waiting room. 
All right, so uh, share away. All right, well, this week I want to share some pointers on heating, ventilation, and air conditioning filters, otherwise known as HVAC for short. I'm often asked, are all air conditioner filters the same? Well, in most HVAC systems, the air filter has two distinct jobs, obviously. One is to protect the HVAC system from dust and other particles that can cause component wear and can adhere to parts in the uh, air handler itself, thereby reducing system efficiency. Second, which most people are, this is what they want to filter for, it removes dust, pollen, pet dander, and other items that are designed to uh, keep you healthy. Um, so, uh, and it also, um, these filters save, ooh, I kind of forgot what I was talking about here. Anyway. Um, well, let, let me just yeah. add something while you're, you're trying to remember what you were going to say. There are several types of filters available, classified by type and MERV rating. The MERV, or the minimum, which stands for Minimum Efficiency Reporting Value, relates to the ability of the filter to remove particles from the air. MERV can range from 1 to 20, with a higher rating generally signifying better performance. However, you also need to consider the strain that uh, uh, some filters can put on your HVAC unit. Well, common, t common types of air filters include flat fiberglass or polyester mesh to remove particles from the air. And they typically have a MERV rating of 1 to 4, and they're designed primarily to protect the HVAC system. Reusable filters are typically made of fiberglass or polyester mesh. These filters can be washed and reused. They have a MERV rating of 1 to 4 and are designed to save money over disposable filters while primarily protecting the HVAC system. And the pleated filters use large pieces, as my brother said, of fiberglass, polyester, or other synthetic material that are folded into pleats to increase the surface area and remove more of the contaminants. And those are the ones I, t I generally use. They typically have a MERV rating of 5 to 13, and it can remove, they say, about 45% of airborne particles. And then there's the high-efficiency high versions that have ratings of up to 16 and will remove about 85% of contaminants, but they may be too large or restrictive for many systems. Uh, the pleated filters are relatively affordable, work in most systems, and provide significant air quality improvements over the lesser uh, uh, filters. That's right. And electrostatic filters use an electric charge to attract particles as they pass through the filtering medium. They perform better than disposable filters or basic pleated filters, and they can have MERV ratings up to about 15. Electric static filters, though, may not be compatible with all systems. And then there's HEPA filters that have a MERV rating between 17 and 20 and are high-efficiency particulate air filters that can remove up to 99.7% of contaminants, but they require significant pressure to force air through, making them too restrictive for use in most HVA systems that are not designed specifically for them. That's right. And so for the best indoor air quality, you should choose an air filter with a MERV rating of at least 8 to 10. High-efficiency pleated electrostatic or HEPA filters may remove more contaminants, but they may be too restrictive, too large, or otherwise incompatible with or damaging to your HVAC system. So check your owner's manual or consult your uh, HVAC for provider for more info. And now is a good time of the year with winter coming to schedule a maintenance visit from a professional HVAC company to ensure that all your filters in your home are only helping your system run effectively and not becoming a detriment to your home's 
air, indoor air quality. Great tips. Great tips. Okay, time for another commercial break from another Home Talk Guys exclusive sponsors. This is the Home Talk Guys Radio Network. WMSR Thunder Radio and WFLI, the Big Jet Fly. Breaker, 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 breaker one nine. Hey, folks, my name's Clayton T. Kenworth, and the T stands for truck. I'm a retired long-haul trucker and had a minor career in country music. And as I was enjoying my retirement out at the mobile home, strumming my guitar, I get a call from Ken and Mark, the home talk guys. They say, hey, hey, Clayton, come on down to Big Buck's Coffee House and Wild Game Deli and be the manager. And I said, well, I could always use a little extra spending money, if you know what I mean. So I go down there, I fill out an application. Unfortunately, all my references have to reach by CB radio, you know what I mean. So they reach a couple of my buddies and they say, hey, old Clayton T, he's a good guy. I'd give him a job. And so here we are, doing my first commercial for Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Deli. And I said, hey, what am I supposed to say? And they said, we'll give you something to read. And I said, well, I ain't all that good on the book learning, but I'll do my best. So here we go. Hi, folks. I'm Clayton T. Kenworth. And the T stands for... Tea is somewhere else, because this is a coffee house, gosh darn it. I'm the manager of Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Deli. The place to go for libations and edibles when you are in downtown. We're open 24-7, except Sunday mornings. Why aren't we open Sunday morning? Oh, Slim Pickens comes in to inspect and clean the racks. Not the barmaids, the big game heads on the wall, you ding-dongs. Darn it, them boys are getting a little racy up in here. We got several varieties of our own proprietary blend, proprietary coffee blends, and all them other drinks you crave. Whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, just a quick stop to wet your whistle, we're here. We're here for you. We have live music at least one night a week. So that means it means maybe two nights a week. I don't know. They had them articles on last week. I thought those boys were pretty good. Had that girl singer, not too bad. So next time you're running late to get breakfast at home, call ahead. Get this week's brown bag breakfast special. And if I would have done did what I would have done done, I would have done it last week too. You get one Jack Gunda, a 120-proof coffee blend, and one like the toasted bagel. And it's topped not with lox and cream cheese like they do up there in New York City, but it's with gator jerky and a thick layer of old McDonald's own goat cheese. This special is guaranteed to make your stomach rumble. Well, I know a stomach rumble. I've been every truck stop in this country. Dog on this place even got a drive-thru. Just remember if you're taking your rig through, if you can't see me, I can't see you. So anyways, this drive-thru is the fastest one east of the west coast. So don't worry about slowing down. Just make sure to put the rear window down before you drive through the lot. And then let it rip Rachel. Pitcher for the state champion fast pitch softball team will throw your order right in your back seat as you speed by. Because we use spill-proof coffee cups and reinforced brown bags, don't you know? If you see Rachel miss a car in front of you or they left their window up, please try not to run over the bag. And those of you in a carpool or with kids in the back seat, remember to yell, Y'all get down in the back! Well, folks, I hope to see you down here at Big Box. But let me say, they got a disclaimer, just like, like them Viagra commercials on TV. It says, please note, there may not be any truth to the rumor that our wildfire coffee blend contains a significant amount of Mountain Mike's moonshine. 
This has been Clayton T. Kenworth signing off. Breaker, breaker, I'll catch you on the flip-flop, good buddy. It takes a special breed. Welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show on WFLI and WMSR. Hey, Mark, did you hear the uh, new up-and-comer that uh, was down at uh, Big Bucks Coffee? I sure did. He was down there this week. They had Jordan Miller from Crawfordville, Florida via Nashville. So let's give a listen and hear his song. All right. some good stuff yeah you're right hey you know if our listeners if they or if someone they know are an up-and-coming musician that might like a plug on the home talk guys radio show here email us at mail at hometalkguys.com hey it's uh time for an update from the lumberjack lodge well you know there's always something happening at the Lumberjack Lodge, and, and the major renovation work that's been going on is wrapping up, meaning a lot of new activities are available for the guests. Since our last show, there's been talk of having, quote, an extreme activity that would be open to lodge guests and the public who are looking for an adrenaline rush. Seems Frankie of Frankie's Window Washing and Skydiving School was listening to our show when we broadcast from the new Skyview Lookout Deck at the Lodge. He loaned me his parachute that weekend. Always looking for a new business venture, Frankie decided to investigate the possibility of base jumping off the new lookout. After jumping off from the Skyview lookout, participants would then try to land in Mr. Zinger's hayfield. Well, after checking some facts and figures, Frankie realized there was plenty of height for base jumping as the lodge is about 650 feet above town. There's apparently some crazy folks that have base jumped from things that were less than 200 feet. We all know what happened to Daredevil Don on the broadcast hour recently. <laughs> anyway, the only problem Frankie uncovered appears to be the distance the Skyview Lookout projects out over the mountain edge. Seems it is just not far enough out to make the jumping really safe. As it stands now, Frankie has contacted the town's engineer, uh, Dr. Hertzum, to discuss the situation. One possibility is to have Dr. Hertzum design a catwalk that cantilevers out from the Skyview Lookout about 45 feet. We'll keep you updated when any progress is made towards turning Frankie's idea into a reality. Personally, I'm not sure I have a lot of confidence in Dr. Hertzum, and I guess we'll have to wait and see what develops. I know I won't be the first in line if I even get in line. 
Well, that's all the news that's fit to vocalize. I'm the Home Talk Guy's man on the street, Mark. Back to Ken in the studio. <laughs> you ding-a-ling. Everybody knows we're broadcasting from a hot air balloon. You're right here beside Whoa. me. By the way, has anyone asked, Has anybody asked Zinger about having folks uh, land in his field and possibly crushing his hay? He may not take too keen on that. Uh, or be too keen on that, I should say. Anyway, let's uh, let's spend a few minutes reviewing your monthly home checklist. What do you say? Okay, well, as you know, usually the first weekend every month, we go through the monthly maintenance checklist. And you can go to our website, hometalkguys.com, to, to view this checklist. And last weekend, uh, last week's show, we ran out of time. But with winter coming, um, you need to, uh, for sure, do the furnace filter, as we just earlier, but, um, you know, you need to go to our checklist and check uh, for different things. Um, with winter coming, you're going to have equipment you use, and you're going to need to either prepare it for winter by doing the owner's manual, usually draining the gas tank and stuff like that, or what I do is, instead of going to all the trouble of winterizing my equipment, during the winter, when there's a nice day each month, I start it up, let it run for five or ten minutes, move it around a little bit. This gets the oil and grease moved up so that in the spring it will start a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Also, if you have an irrigation system, now's the time to drain it down and blow it out so you don't have any freeze problems. Um, the other things that are really crucial right now is check your gutters because you're going to get a lot of leaves and you need to keep your gutters and downspouts clean or you'll get water problems in your house. And also, if you heat with a propane, make sure your tank's full now because in a couple of weeks when it gets really cold, everybody will be calling the propane company to get them to come out and fill the tank and you don't want to be sitting there stranded. You know, I just called this week uh, the guys who do my HVAC uh, annual checkups to do my winter checkup because I want I have gas heaters well most of them are gas heaters and I want to make sure there's no cracks because I don't want harmful fumes right because uh, you have to worry about the heat exchange right right so that's and also that also important. comes with it's a good time to double check your carbon monoxide detectors absolutely so that they will detect any of that from your furnace if you have a problem and maybe one of the other uh, more important things for winter would be that um, once you check your carbon monoxide detectors just also any drains in your house that you don't use to put water in them so you aren't having sewer gas because now your house will be all closed up and you don't want that gas coming in the house right right. so like i said go to our website hometalkguys.com and review the monthly checklist it's you have to go on the tab and click on it and you'll find it all right well you reminded me of a few things i need to add to my honeydew list Uh, thanks a lot yeah you know with halloween approaching i got to thinking about those homemade popcorn balls you like to hand out yeah, all right. Well, um, the kiddos love them, but a lot of them seem to drop them after they leave my house. As they're all over my yard the next morning. <laughs> yeah, you know, there can be a fine line between dropping something and throwing it. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are, you, what are you trying to say there? <laughs> anyway, I read an article on the most hated Halloween candy. I was thinking of you. Hey, um, my popcorn balls are desirable. Okay, well, let me read the list. This comes off of candystore.com, the list of the most hated Halloween candy. Number one on the list, candy corn. Oh, that's not right. Followed by circus peanuts, peanut butter kisses, which I hadn't heard of before, uh, wax Coke bottles, Necco wafers, Tootsie Rolls, Smarties, licorice. Man, I used to hate when people would give me dark licorice. Uh, Good and Plenty, which I hadn't heard about since the grocery store here in town, and Bit of Honey. Well, you know, it's uh, 
popcorn balls should have been at the top of that list. But, you know, we're running out of time, and I'm getting hungry. All right. Well, uh, we do need to end the show, and so we have to stop talking so we can reduce some of the hot air in this balloon and get back to the good old terra firma. That's right. And, uh, you know, I, terra firma, I think, was my sixth-grade teacher, but, you know, we need to get down <laughs> fast here. That was Terry Furman. Anyway, well, um, Let's not dwell on the past. Let's get down to earth. (laughs) We hope you learned something. We hope you laughed a little. And we hope you'll tell a friend to tune in next week to WMSR uh, 107.9 or WFLI 97.7 for another edition of the Home Talk Guides radio show, the home of the Honeydew Eradication Association. That's right. Visit us online at hometalkguys.com. And thanks for listening. Now let's go out and do some good. Yo, good night, Max. Good night, Vincenzo.